It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Welcome to the PHNX Daily Bet Show brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Bet just $5 on any NFL game this week. Get $200 in free bets if the team you bet on wins the game. We got a special episode today. Michael Lombardi joins us, NFL insider, uh, three-time Super Bowl winning NFL executive. And, of course, Johnny's here, as always, but that doesn't really matter. <laughs> Michael, thanks for so much for joining us. We appreciate it. It's my pleasure, Johnny. Shane, it's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I want to kick things off where our hearts are near and dear with this Arizona Cardinal franchise leading up to Sunday's matchup at San Francisco, presumably maybe without Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. This line started at, I believe, plus two and a half with San Francisco. It's moved all the way to minus two and a half two two and a half, depending on who you talk to. What are your insiders telling you? What do you what do you make of this game? And, and do you think either will play? Well, I, I'm, I'm sure Hopkins will try to go. I think there's no doubt he's such a competitive kid that he'll, he'll try to play. Murray, to me, it, you know, Jay Glazer doesn't throw things out there that are just kind of loose. And, you know, Glazer reported it could be a one- to three-week kind of injury. And, and I tend to believe, Jay, that this is probably more serious than Cliff's letting on. Uh, you know, and but even if it's just say he can play, how effective can he be? I think if you watch the last game when the Cardinals played the 49ers, you know, Murray's shoulder wasn't really good in that game. He didn't throw the ball. It wasn't until that throw on the right sideline, you know, that Hopkins really was poorly underthrown. Hopkins made a great play on it, and they were able to kind of put the game away 17-10. to 10. Uh, This is the concern about the Cardinals you have is can this quarterback stay healthy? Can their team stay healthy? They're an older team. You know, and I think the line's moving in that direction because even if he plays, he may not be. I mean, I call him beat beat because he's kind of like the road runner. He just mm-hmm. takes off and goes, you know. And so uh, for me, if he can't do that, if he can't play that way, it's a problem. And I think if you watch the Packer tape, the way the Packers rushed him is exactly how you have to rush him. Make Kyler Murray beat you as a pocket quarterback. For sure. Uh, I know the uh, the over-under in this game set at 45, and I know that's something, Johnny, you like that over in that game. What do you make of that A weird division game? Um, do you, are you leaning any any certain way toward it? You know, I, I think, look, I think San Francisco's healthier now. They still don't have Kittle, but with Garoppolo, they're going to move the football. I think, uh, you know, Vance Joseph has done a great job, but we saw, you know, we saw Green Bay run the football effectively on him. And Kyle Shanahan knows how to run the ball. He ran it effectively against the Chicago Bears last week in Chicago. Elijah Mitchell, you know, had a pretty good day. Now, he, he may have gotten banged up. We don't know the severity of his injuries. But I, I do get the sense that this game could be – it would be in the 20s, 24-21, which would put it right there on the number. 
You know, I, I think if Murray's hurt, as we saw the last time they played, this 49 defense plays pretty well. So right. my lean would be towards the under a little bit here, and that would favor the 49ers. They kind of need that. They don't need to get in a track meet with the Cardinals. Uh, how effective do you think Colt McCoy can be in this in this offense? We saw him in the preseason, looked good. I think he's a better fit for Cliff Kingsbury's scheme to get the ball out quickly and effectively as opposed to like the Giants last year and their slow-moving offense, five- to seven-step drops. Could you see Colt McCoy going on the road and, and having success against this Niner defense or not? I think it would be hard. I mean, look, the, you know, I think Murray does such a great job of getting out of trouble, right? You know, I mean, we saw it last week when the Packers, when they pulled, when they just pushed Jones back into the pocket. Look, the one thing about the Cardinals is their offensive line has some liability in it, especially on the right side. And I think, you know, they're going to get Hudson back at center, which certainly helps them tremendously. But I do think the 49ers pass rush can create some problems and McCoy can move. But no one moves on the loose plays like Murray does. No one does. I mean, you can't duplicate that initial burst at acceleration. So, you know, I think if you're the 49ers, you're not thinking the game's in the bag if Colt plays, but it's a different kind of game plan that you have to execute. Yeah, the Niners are a team that seems to be trending up. They seem to figure have figured it out a little bit over the last couple of weeks. Are there any other teams that aren't being talked about or that you like in the last couple of weeks that you see trending in the upwards direction? Well, I think New England's playing much better. I think they have played better in the last. I mean, look, they took Dallas into overtime. You know, they had a chance to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I think they're trending in the right direction. I think they're improving. I think this is what you're always constantly looking for. What teams are improving in the month of November? You know, what teams are being able to see their execution and see their ability to, you know, convert third downs and be productive in those areas? And I think the Saints are another example of that. You know, their defenses have gotten better and better as the year goes on, and they played really good against Tampa last week. Tampa moved the ball effectively on them, but it was still a challenge for them. So, you know, those two teams kind of jump off to me as 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 I see them improving. I would have said Indianapolis, except for that performance last night with their defense and then the way they played against Tennessee. But I, I think they're kind of on a back burner right now. I think the NFL landscape right now is anxiously awaiting what we can expect from Jordan Love, given Aaron Rodgers' Uh, absence this weekend uh, not to get into that but I want to talk about that robust line for Kansas City favored by seven and a half with a quarterback against a quarterback being Jordan Love that we haven't really seen any tape on he was in the preseason he got hurt temporarily uh, I mean this is a total unknown in my opinion for this Kansas City defense to prepare for a Kansas City defense that ranks in the bottom third in the league in almost every statistical category could you see Green Bay covering that seven and a half point spread without Aaron Rodgers I think it's hard. I think if you look at the last three games, you know, Kansas City defensively have played pretty well. I mean, I know they got killed by Tennessee 27 to three, but that game, they did a good job in the run game. Uh, that game was really their offense turned the ball over, as we know. I think the last three weeks, the, the, the chief offense has really struggled. It's, you know, it's the untold. Nobody wants to have the conversation, but Patrick Mahomes isn't playing well. And everybody's you know, kind of loading up on them, how bad the Chiefs are on defense. And they're not great by no means, but they've actually played better. They've played better with more consistency. They've got Sorensen off the field, so nobody's taking advantage of that matchup. And for me in this game, uh, Jordan Love's going to have a hard time. Spagnola's defense, when you study what he does, it's, it's very – and I want to call it unsound, but it's kind of weird. There's no logic to it. He blitzes and attacks – and if you don't have a lot of experience playing against him, he's going to catch you with your pants down. 
And I think this is a really hard game for Jordan Love to go into, especially when the play count, the clock slips off at 15 seconds and there's nobody there to help him. And is the safety coming? Is the corner coming? Who's coming? Do I get the protection right? I mean, for Rodgers, that's a no-brainer. He's seen Spagnola. He's going to do it. Love, this is – I'm worried about getting the play call right, let alone getting the protection right. Mm-hmm. So, And then the crowd noise and all the things that come into it is just really challenging. And I think we're going to see the Packer offense, and they're not going to be able to go in there and just run the ball because, you know, is well, they ran the ball against Arizona. Well, Arizona's worried about number 12. If you're not worried right. about the quarterback beating you, you, you know, you're not worried about – you're going to load up on that run game. I think it's going to be a really hard game. Now, I don't trust Kansas City cover. I mean, if you bet against them, uh, if you bet against Kansas City all year long and for the last two years, you're a rich person, <laughs> you know, I mean, DraftKings is probably losing money on you because <laughs> they are not covering any lines. And I, can they cover this one? Who the hell knows? I mean, their offense has been really bad. I mean, and yeah. it starts with Mahomes' inability to be accurate and make good decisions. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of stars missing, uh, obviously Derrick Henry uh, being out against the, this Rams team on Sunday Night Football. That line's at seven right now. Is there something that the people don't know for to give you a reason to bet on this Tennessee Titans team? I know they're trending up, but. I mean, they definitely are. I mean, look, they had three great wins. They beat mm-hmm. the Colts on the road. They beat Kansas City and they beat Buffalo at home. But I, I think. Derrick Henry is really like a quarterback. I mean, you, you what he does, the way he hides the sins of the Tennessee Titans team is really remarkable. First of all, you know, you can't ever play a light box when he's in the game. You can't ever cheat up on Julio Jones or help with A.J. Brown because the number one thing you got to do is, is make sure you got every gap covered in the run game. You don't have to – I don't care how good Adrian Peterson looks. You don't have to have that worry anymore. I, I think that it's going to put pressure on Tannehill. And we've seen games when Tannehill's had to be the quarterback, when it's a drop-back pass game that it hasn't been effective. I think there's a trickle-down effect that happens when you lose Henry. And it shows the weakness in the offensive line of Tennessee. It exposes their lack of secondary help. You know, covers he covers up all these sins. And I think that the Rams are going to come out and be able to attack those sins. And they're going to have a hard time moving the football. They're going to have a hard time blocking the Rams' front whether Von Miller plays or not, because it's a drop back pass game. And that's not what Tennessee does. Yeah. Unfortunately for the Cardinals, it looks like the Rams are full steam ahead in route to a a top seed in the NFC. That's just how I I perceive it right now with their influx of weapons, Uh, a game that I really don't know how to go either way. And I may not touch entirely. The Raiders are favorite at the giants minus three, Michael. I just go back to like the emotional toll this Raider team has had over the last two or three weeks, first with their head coach, now the tragic incident with Henry Ruggs. What, what do you make of this line? Is it something that you steer clear of or, or advise folks to steer clear of? Because the Giants themselves are a hot mess of a team with Joe Judge and company. What do you make of that line? You know, I, I think I think this is one of those where I would stay away. But I, I do believe, having been in the locker room, these kind of tragedies really affect the team. They really do. And they affect them on the field and off the field. And off the field, we know, you know, this kid made a horrible decision. He made a horrible mistake and it was a tragedy and he, and he affected and he killed someone. And, and, and there's no, there's no way you could ever really understand that why he would drive 154 miles an hour in a car. I can't even begin to explain it. That being said, you know, 
he is no longer part of the team. And when you remove him from the team, keeping the personal out of it, they lose a guy that really controls what they do offensively. He is the vertical outside receiver. He's the guy that you're worried about making a play down the field. And without him on the field, it becomes a little bit easier to defend the Oakland offense, the Las Vegas offense, excuse me. You know, and so because of that, I think it's going to be a problematic. And I think the Giants have played better defensively over the last couple of weeks. You know, they played Carolina really well. They played the Chiefs as well as you could play them. Only gave up 20 points. Mm-hmm. Played yeah. well in the red zone. They turned the ball over in the red zone. I think the key to this game for the Giants is they have to hit the quarterback. They've got to be able to put pressure on Carr and make him feel nervous in the pocket. Look, these one o'clock starts haven't been good for the Raiders. Remember last year they go back to Atlanta. They look like crap playing Atlanta. They yeah. went to the Jets. They should have lost that game. You know, the only reason they didn't is because Greg Williams blitzed on that one play. <laughs> yeah. Won that. <laughs> you know, so the Meadowlands isn't exactly a, a friendly confound for Oakland, for Las Vegas. I think this would be a hard game for them. Another weird one that I'm probably going to stay away from is the Los Angeles Chargers going to Philadelphia to face the yeah. Eagles. Uh, that line is at pl- uh, the Chargers are minus two right now. The weird Eagles game last week where they put up a ton of points with no one guy doing anything insane. What do you make of this line? I mean, look, they ran the ball. I mean, Detroit's really bad. And they ran the ball in Detroit. They only threw for 100 yards in the game. You know, now you say, well, the Chargers are the worst run defense in the league. Yeah, that's true. But you're going to have a harder time running the ball. I mean, Jalen Hurts is going to have to make some plays in the passing game. And he's going to have to do it with some consistency. And I don't trust their defense to really stop Justin Herbert. I think if you look at the Chargers the last three weeks, you know, they had a great game against Cleveland, right? And they only had the ball for 23 minutes against Cleveland, and yet they had almost 500 yards. Their defense gave up 500 yards in 36 minutes. Then they go back to Baltimore, and Baltimore just basically blitzes them and takes them completely out of the game. And Baltimore's able to move the football effectively because they could run it. And then the, then the, and then the, the Patriots come out there. Patriots dominate the game. I mean, the mm-hmm. score was closer than actually the game was. For sure. Uh, Mac Jones didn't play well in the game, and so that kind of kept – the Chargers in it. I like the Chargers. The line has moved to Philly, which I don't understand. I don't see what Philly's done in any aspect of their team to make you think that they can play defense well enough against a really good quarterback. Uh, so I, I lean Philadelphia here. I mean, excuse me, I lean the Chargers here. I don't trust Philly's defense, especially this. you got to take Mike Williams out of the game, right? In the last three weeks, Cleveland didn't take Mike Williams out of the game. They scored 47. Baltimore and New England did, and they really didn't score very many points. They scored 30 over the last two weeks. So you've got to be able to take Mike Williams out of the game, and that's not how Philly plays defense. They just they play their zone, and they act like the, those players on the other team are just players. They don't have names attached to them, and I think that's the problem. And I think they can, if Herbert gets time, which I believe he will, I think he'll make a lot of plays. Definitely. Well, uh, anything else, Johnny, from you before we let Mike go? Mike, quickly for the game that probably nobody's going to watch, Houston at Miami. I'm I'm a little bit intrigued by the return of Tyrod Taylor, everything that's going on with Tua, and the chaos surrounding a, a really poor Miami team. Is that a game that you like plus five and a half with Tyrod coming back for Houston? A lot of people like to. I mean, a lot of people are betting Houston in this game. Shocking, yeah. right? I mean, it's surprising. And Tua's got the thumb that's swelled up. You know, and look, this Houston defense is terrible. Tua will probably mm-hmm. play well. Tua's played well against Atlanta. He's played well against Jacksonville, two of the worst defenses in football. You know, last week against Buffalo with the wind, that ball was hanging in the air. I mean, it was ridiculous how they can get a jump on him. So 
I mean, my instincts tell me Miami should play well. We're putting a lot of faith in Tyrod Taylor. I mean, like yeah. seriously, all of a sudden Tyrod Taylor is headed for Canton. You know, yeah. the way we're all acting and everybody's betting on him. I don't see it that way, but I don't trust Tua to stay healthy. I don't trust the I don't trust him to go out there and play. And, you know, to to be able to my instincts tell me I would think they should cover this game. But there's something fishy going on here. Everybody's betting Houston. And look, I know this. When everybody's betting a team, I tend to go the other way. <laughs> Absolutely. Same same here. Uh, well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us uh, on another episode of the PHNX Daily Bet Show. We're, we're going to let you go, uh, but we'll have some more picks uh, after Michael gets out of here because I don't want to disgrace myself with some <laughs> of the stuff that we have planned after this. Uh, thanks again for thank joining us. Thank you so much, Michael. Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you. All right, that was amazing. <laughs> you couldn't have put a collar shirt on for that, for Michael Lombardi. You're in your sleep clothes in your childhood no, bedroom. We you have always- a former NFL GM, a three-time Super Bowl winner, and it looks like you're in your college dorm. Come on, man. I'm, no, in, I'm just I'm, giving you a hard time. I'm, that was I'm great. In com- I'm in a computer room. Um, no dorms here. Uh, well, the reason why I let him go then was because some of the stuff he, uh, some of the uh, information he gave us was against our picks, including your uh, jackpot. But we'll get to that in a second. Johnny, let's see your picks for this week's NFL. Get them on the screen. <laughs> uh, so he talked me out of <laughs> two know, of these three. <laughs> so Raiders minus three. Uh, I, that's that's one I, I may want to rethink. I'm sweating it out as we speak. I've got swass going. Uh, I don't feel good about it. Uh, Vikings plus six. I, I do like Minnesota to cover the points. And they. I think they could win out, outright this week against the Baltimore Ravens. They've got too much talent offensively. I think the Baltimore Ravens, even though they're coming off a bye, are too banged up in too many spots. Uh, I think they could be a sneaky team for Odell, but of course he wouldn't play this weekend. And then Texans at plus five and a half. I still like that one. He was kind of <laughs> lukewarm on it. To me, the biggest one that, you know, if you're going to rethink any of these, maybe the Raiders minus three, because as he mentioned, like, how do you, how do you overcome that? The, the tragedy? I just look at the line. And it's like, okay, I, I get Derek Carr and you have Daniel Jones. I like that matchup, but man, the one o'clock start time that I hadn't considered everything that's going on with the team, they were able to overcome it with John Groom, but I think they played well despite him. Addition by subtraction, rugs, it's just completely different. Fade the public, baby. Fade Johnny. Um, throw up my picks yeah. on the screen now. Uh, give me the Bengals minus two and a half against the Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield has been given up on. Uh, I think the Bengals bounce back. Uh, they were the leading, they, they were the number one seed in the NFC last or AFC last week, and now they are like, I think in the seven hole and the seven spot. So I think, I think they bounce back. I mean, the Bengals minus two and a half. I like the saints also uh, minus six in this game. This is, as we talked about, this is another team that's trending up. Uh, I just really like what they've been able to do uh, on offense and defense. And then the Titans thing, um, you know, that was that's another a, that's, one. That's a bad, that's a bad, you're going to want to rethink that. that you know, Adrian Peterson getting promoted off the practice squad. They're going to feed him. He's like a hundred years old. Uh, to me, that that has blowout written all over it. Rams look like the best team in the league right now. Yeah, um, we'll see about that. Uh, all right, we're sticking with it, though. Um, so before we uh, move on to the pick that – are you still going to take this, by the way, your jackpot? Yeah, put it we'll on the screen. Throw it up. Let's throw go. it up, then. I like Colt McCoy more than Michael Lombardi. There's nothing wrong with that. I think this game hits the over easily, easily. I think the, the 49ers are going to score points because they have their – a uh, full arsenal of weaponry. I actually think Kittle's going to play. Even with no Kyler Murray, no DeAndre Hopkins, I am I am living or dying right now here 
on a Friday with Colt McCoy, and I will have egg on my face Sunday afternoon if he plays like garbage. But I, I guarantee he plays well. I don't know if they're going to win this game. They're, they're an underdog right now. I think he's going to come out slinging it. I think he's going to look great. Rondell Moore is going to get 20-plus touches. Uh, I think Christian Kirk, who, by the way, shameless plug, we're going to have on the Cardinals, PHNX Cardinals podcast live tonight, 4.30. Check it out. Kirk, Rondell, maybe a little Andy Isabella. I think he's gonna put. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's gonna put up at least twenty-one points. You think and that Andy, would be good enough? You think Andy Isabella is gonna be over. able to do something in the game? I know he'll probably be activated. You think he's gonna the, do? This something? is the. I wrote it on our article. GoPHNX.com. Shameless plug there. I don't Please read go those. Become a member. Of course not. Um, <laughs> this is the perfect matchup if the Cardinals can protect for Colt McCoy because the Niners' secondary is awful. Kirkpatrick, Josh Norman, no Jimmy Ward. I think. Little Isabella, Rondell Moore action, running free in the secondary. How do we like it? Zach Gertz yeah. down the seam. I, I Colt McCoy's going to play well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm just kidding. I do read Johnny's stuff. Johnny writes some great stuff at gophnext.com. We'll get to that a little bit later. But that was Johnny's DraftKings pick of the week. Um, we'll throw mine up in a second. Um, DraftKings Sportsbook. It's America's top-rated sportsbook. Um, right now, if you sign up using that promo code PHNX and bet just $5 on any NFL team to win their game, maybe like the Bills, they're favored by 14 and a half against the Jaguars. Good All you have Lord. to do is throw $5 on their money line. And if they win, you get $200 in free bets this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. I have been having fun. I, I made a same game parlay in the um, the Suns game last night when I was watching that with Espo, and that made the game a little more enjoyable because the first half was pretty unenjoyable. You didn't like just watching the game with Espo? I uh, think no, that's a shot I, at Espo. Espo was being pretty mean to me last night, including oh, on the show. It? Yeah, he was being a little nice. dirt. Um, like, so yeah, hearing that. Yeah, use that promo code PHNX for just five dollars on any NFL team to win their game, and if they do, you get two hundred dollars in free bets this week at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus Arizona only gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Now throw up the defense lock, the DraftKings pick of the week for myself. It's the Bills minus 14 and a half. Terrible. That's terrible. Okay. Well, listen to this. If Geno Smith can cover that line, I think Josh Allen and this Bills team can too. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm jagging off this week. Uh, you've jagged off so much. and you, I can't stop. You've never finished. So it's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's never going to happen. Give me Maybe your best joke in the history of this show, in the eight weeks we've done this show. I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> Give me the Bills minus 14 and a half. This team's too talented. Urban Meyer is, uh, is a little baby boy that doesn't deserve any praise. Stop. Uh, he I, saw I, all the Halloween costumes of he and his sweet side piece, and he's motivated to kick some ass this weekend. He is going to cover. I'm changing my lock to, to the Jaguars. No, 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 no. Sucker. No. All right. Those were DraftKings picks of the week. Um, as I said, Johnny writes some great stuff on GoPHNX. If you want more of his beautiful mug, um, you can find it over there. Um, also, you can find it today at 4.30 uh, on the PHNX Cardinals live show with Christian Kirk out at uh, the Trading Card Club Depot. Place. Nice plug there. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny will be there. Jerson will be there. Frank will be there. It's going to be a good time. Um, so please uh, t- tune in on the PHNX underscore sports YouTube channel right here. You can follow PHNX sports across all social medias at PHNX underscore sports. You can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. You can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow our PHNX daily bets page at PHNX underscore bets. And we are here Monday through Friday at noon every single day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you again to Michael Lombardi for joining us on this amazing trek. Johnny, do you have anything else to say to the people? Johnny's gone. Okay, well, I think that was uh, an intentional. Johnny Froze, we'll see you guys um, next week on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Peace.